What's up, family? I am Corindiana Lane, and I do worship. And I am Nazinga Benton, and I do therapy. And together, this is Worship and Therapy. We always, because it's super important, give our disclaimers. As an international worship leader, a parent, a spouse, a friend, and a regular person like everyone else, it's tough to find a place where you can kick back, let your hair down, and just be heard. So we created a platform that focuses on mental health advocacy for not only Christians, but also African-American communities, where we discuss the really tough issues that we all deal with in life. And now, Nzinga will give her disclaimer. I am a licensed professional counselor. However, I am not your counselor, and this does not replace you going to counseling. The things I discuss are things I've researched, things I've experienced, and my personal opinions on the matter. Now, with that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Tonight's topic is got purpose? Question mark. It's life-saving. So, in our preparation time, when we were talking through what our next um, show would be about, we, we like literally started just going ham on how important our purpose is for us, that if we're not living and walking in our purpose, it could cause a lot of things uh, to happen to us or um, that could really keep us stuck, you know, in a rut sometimes when we don't really know what we're here for. What am I designed for? What am I here to do? Sometimes that can be overwhelming. Sometimes that can cause, you know, a lot of the different things that people deal with uh, in mental health and not realize that that could be one of the roots. It's just, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? So as we just pursue and get into this topic, that's kind of what we're going to be covering is purpose like what does that even mean like do we even know what that is or what it means like if you were to define that Nzinga, what would even come to mind when you think of like because you hear it all the time you're like you know what's my purpose or you may hear it maybe in church or maybe you may hear leaders say it or maybe you may hear um motivational people say What's your purpose? But well, they say it so haphazardly, like we just kind of wake up knowing, but we really don't, you know? So like, what would you say, what you, what do you think a person's purpose is or should be? So look like, or whatever. I have a lot of thoughts about that. <laughs> so when I think about purpose, I think we do know innately. Okay. But because it is culturally and, and just really I think just universally not been something that we push our, our children to understand, because I think it's that inner calling, that thing that you keep, that you're constantly drawn to. Right. So when I think about a child who loves to draw, there's purpose in drawing. And I believe there could be multiple purposes. Like there's not necessarily like, this is it. This is what you're put on this earth to do. And that's all you can do. I don't think that it's finite. Um, I believe that it can be infinite. There can be, because there could be a purpose in me to speak to a total stranger on Tuesday, Hmm. July, so-and-so, right? Right. So I believe that when I think about, but in, in the context of our conversation, when I think about purpose, it's that thing that's calling you. That thing that you can't sleep, 
because mm -hmm. you're not doing or you feel unfulfilled. So you're at a job, but you really want to open a restaurant because you love cooking like that calling. And so what happens is you end up emotionally, socially, spiritually, even dying in the place that you're in because you're not fulfilling that thing that is like pulling you, but you're whatever for whatever reason, you know, it's a lot of reasons that keep us from answering. Sometimes it's finances like we'll say, well, I can't afford to just quit my job and start cooking and I can't, you know, but I believe that many of us do know, you know, what that thing is that's, that's tugging at our hearts or tugging at our, just our being and then, you know, that we're called to do, you know, people have always, you know, they'll say things like, you know, every time I see you, um, what you have on is so cute. You should be a stylist. And you're like, yeah, no, that's not me. Yeah, I'm just right. Or you should be, you know, and so with that, though, I will say another thing is people will try to put on us mm -hmm. what they believe our purpose is. Yeah. But I think it's that thing that you, because you may just like dressing, but that might not be your purpose. Like your pur yeah. purpose, may, you, but there may be a pull for being in the kitchen, like, or a pull for speaking to total strangers and planting seeds in strangers or a pull for singing, um, period, just singing, right? I think... But yeah, I think so to not go on and on and on, I think that purpose can be infinite for us. Um, but I think it is the the pulling of the divine to do a work. To do a work. That's interesting. Yeah. So when I think about it, I remember serving in team ministry and we dealt with a lot of, in that time, because, you know, young people are always kind of in discovery. Well, all people, but but the ones that, you know, when they're when you're young, you, you're not in the work field yet. You're not in, you mm -hmm. know, kind of like, you know, trying to figure out who am I? What, what do I like? What do I dislike? And um, we I, I often ran into them having so many you know, whether it was like depression or whether it was uh, anxieties um, or just about who am I? That was always the topic. Like, who am I? I don't know why I'm here. I'm having these thoughts. And we would often kind of say, well, what do you like? Well, what things do you like? What things do you do that you would do for free if somebody just at you know what's the thing that you feel like I, well i just i do it and i don't know if i really like it but i'm so good at it and i often say that the most most times the thing that you do that you would do for free or for money or that you know you just you just do it so well you don't even realize you you do it and you're just so brilliant at it but it's just so easy to you a lot of times that's a good place to start Mm -hmm. with just in the nav in navigating because a lot of times people think that if this can't be my purpose it's just too easy mm -hmm. for it to be this it must be hard like it has to be harder than that and most times i don't think that it's it's hard i don't believe that we were created like the lord created us and was like yeah figure it out you know <laughs> mm -hmm. You're on your own. Figure out why you're here. Like, I really believe that we're so filled with so much. 
And I think that once we like agree with certain things, like I hope my sister doesn't mind me using her as an example, but I remember like she's so well, she does so well at like crafting. Like she's mm -hmm. so great at like uh, parties and putting like balloon things together and and, and table uh, center centers for what are they called? Centerpiece. Centerpieces and she's just so wonderful at it right and i'm like how come you're not doing that like you're so good like you just do it just oh yeah I just i just put that together for it and i'm just like mm. but it's so wonderful like it's so wonderful that you know it's anointed you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, like because it's just like how how are you doing this and i remember telling her over and over again probably for like years of like, I really think you should go into this. I really do think this will be great for you. I really do believe this. People like, no, nah, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Like, I got, I don't see myself doing that like for a living. That's just, who wants to do that? You know, for mm -hmm. a living. Like what? But this year was literally the year that she was like, okay, let me just try this out. So the moment that she agreed with it. Mm-hmm ideas started flooding to her and you know now she's doing things for holidays and and people she's overloaded with so many orders for stuff birthdays and easter and like valentine's day like all kinds of things all because she said let me try this or at least let let me allow this to kind of be like a steering you know will like mm -hmm. i actually got into the driver's seat and said all right i'm gonna go to this direction now let's see what happens when I get there. Who knows? That doesn't necessarily mean that this is your end all, all in all. But it's a really good start to the path, you know, of of just purpose. Period. And just like you said, I do feel like it's infinite. I feel like once we're on that path, you kind of start you your mind opens up. You kind of start exploring, you know, different things, different options, like. Well, ooh, maybe this, and, and I believe you get more creative and more wisdom starts to flow to you as you just start agreeing with the things that you're good at innately. Yes. That's in you. That You don't have to try to do it. You don't have to go to school to do it. You like, though, I don't know if the Lord thought of like universities for everything. You know, like you're going to go to college and learn how to put these centerpieces together. You're going to go to college and learn how to I don't know. There's so many mechanics that have never been to college. Like, they just, it's just innately in them. And I feel like that's the start of the path toward mm -hmm. I'm purposed in this and I'm purposed in this and, and this. And then it all is a combination of love, really, a combination of service, a combination mm -hmm. of reaching people, a combination of giving and like, all bundled up into one grand, grandiose purpose, but along the line, just many different aspects of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I think is important, like hearing you um, say that, I think it's important then that we own as adults for the sake of our children. Right. Their, um, what's the word? I don't even know, but their drive, I'll just use that for lack of a better word, their drive to creativity. Yeah. Because what we will do and what has often even been done to ours, to us, which is why we do it to them. 
which right. is why it just continues to go from generation to generation to generation is we have set in our mind what purpose looks like for you. Oh, right. you're good at this. So you should do this. Right. You're, you know, you're good at, so you should do. And then, and we're like, no, I just like, don't, I just, that's just what I, I like doing this, but I don't want to do this for, you know, I, let me use this as an example. So my family can attest. I, I have so many stories. Because I speak well, right, and I never meet a stranger. Randomly, I mean, throughout my life, literally, somebody's like, oh, you should sell this. Oh, you should sell Mary Kay. Oh, you should sell insurance. Oh, you should sell Tupperware. Oh, you should sell. And because I'm like, oh, yeah, right. You know, I do because you know you can get anybody to buy anything. You can, Yeah, they're right. Miserable every time. Hmm. But tried it every time. Right. Like as a young adult. Yeah. Still trying. And what I realized is I don't, I'm not a marketing person, mm -hmm. but people hear what they hear. So I, I'm a salesman. Okay. I don't do marketing. I'm right. the person that's like, you bring them to me. Oh, I can tell a story. But if I got to go get them and right. all of those careers, that's what you had, to, like you had to go get, right? So it's even that it's like, people will see what they see and not see you. Cause what I saw was like, yeah, man, I mean, I can do this once I'm in this arena, but it's so much more that it requires. So that's not what I want to do. Right. And so being open as adults to ourselves first, give ourselves permission right. to explore things. Cause some of us may have gone to college to do things that we don't want to do. Right. Some of, some of us may have not gone to college and we want to do some things Right. that we want to go to college to do and we have because of the family business or maybe because the family said you better go to school pick right. a career pick. so i think it's very important that we that the cycle stops this like systemic stifling mm. of purpose because what we are doing and i'm going to say this and this is i know this is going to be a heavy drop yeah we are killing our children mm. because we are taking away their ability to seek and find purpose. Mm. We are taking away their creativity. Yeah. Beyond the church, like even from the school, I remember growing up in school, there were things that you had PE every day. Right. You had music every day. It didn't matter if you couldn't sing. Right. <laughs> like, but there were the creative forces, art. You had this, these things every day. Now it's like, oh, you might have it once a week. Yeah. We've taken away the ability to think creatively Right. And so when they do express themselves in how they dress or in, mm -hmm. in how they speak or in how they present, we say that's too much. We say, right. don't wear this. Don't dye your hair this color. Don't do this. Don't. These things are radical. You, I'm sure even as an adult, people have looked at you twice, three times, four times because you decide to color your hair. And, you know, I've been down that road before and have had every color of the rainbow at one time. Um, <laughs> And we'll do it again. Right. But we, but what happens is the church, let's, let's talk about it, right. will stifle our innate ability to be creative. Something that you said earlier, like people, they're amazing mechanics who never went to any right. school, any form, had any formal right. education on how to build and fix cars, but they have that gift. Right. And so the same, these children have so many gifts. Right. So, you know, so many things that they can do, but because we... Mm -hmm. are stifling them right we are killing our children and we don't hear children laughter anymore mm. we don't hear, hear children playing outside anymore no 
And we're wondering why everybody walking around sad and stuck. Because we've taken away purpose. And that's why with us even saying, got purpose, it's life-changing. Because it, it is life or death. And while it might not kill you physically, emotionally, mentally, socially, you die when you don't do what you were purposed to do. If yeah. I buy a car, and that car is purposed to drive, to right. take me from A to Z, to go across country, across town, wherever... Right. If I purchase that car and sit that car in my garage and never do right. what it is purpose to do, the car will not work. The car won't work. If I let it just sit there for years right. and years on, I mean, never touched it. Full right. tank of gas, right? Brand right. new wheels. <laughs> Brand new engine. But if it sits, right. it rots. Right. And so we are allowing ourselves and our children to sit and rot because we are not pushing purpose. We are not allowing them. You are created to drive. You are created to go to be creative. Like we said last week, we're yeah. created to be creative. Yeah. Allow them to be creative because we are those who are af afraid to walk in our calling because there's that part too. There's that part. There's that part. <laughs> it's not just on somebody else. Those yeah. of us who know what yeah. our purpose and our calling is. All right, Noah, you got to build this art. And you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah. You want me to do what? Nah. Nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't here. <laughs> nah. Listen, I have a bit of a boat for <laughs> Like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So there is that, too, because I think yeah. that there are purposes in us that we we hear God, yeah. we hear the call, and we're like, you you for real? You, yeah. you, you don't mean for me to do that. Right. And we destroy ourselves because yeah. we sit in a place of complacency, denial. Yeah, of doubt. Uh, doubt. Right. Or just fear purpose, you know, fear. Just like, I'm afraid to do it. Yep. Like, I mean, same, like, if I think about the, my worship duets that I've started that release every Saturday at 7 a.m. I had that idea two years before mm -hmm. I actually did it because I was afraid. And the amount of, just impact that it's having since I've started. I think I'm on 21 episodes now or 20. Well, Saturday, I think will be 22 uh, episodes now. And I've never felt so sure mm -hmm. of, 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 of who I am out of all the years that I've, you know, like I, I knew that once I started being a worship leader, I knew that that was part of a part of my purpose. I mm -hmm. knew that was part of like what we just discussed a few minutes ago, the part of the purpose that started my journey to, you know, picking up and putting in the bag. Here's purpose. Here's another one. Here's a, as I'm on my journey, figuring out, you know, the, the totality of me as a being, you know, on this earth. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing these worship duets, so when it came to me two years ago, I was afraid to do it. I didn't think anybody would care. 
I was like, who the heck would, then I, at that time I didn't have a place, you know, to do that. So I was like, where am I going to do it at? What is it, you know, what is it going to cost me, you know, to do this? How often will I do it? Will people even want to do it with me? Mm -hmm. Would people even listen with they? you know, I'm like, they see praise and worship on church services. What would make what I'm doing any different than that? So I sat on it. And two years later, the pandemic hits and it literally dropped into my spirit again. Like the Lord was like, do it now with such like an urgency. And then I'm like, okay, but I still was like afraid. Well, where will it be? It's going to be in your living room. Everyone's in their living room now. And I was like, oh, snaps. Who's coming to my living room, Lord? What the heck? <laughs> It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Nobody's coming to anybody's house. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, it feels like the most uh, difficult, you know, thing to do. But the the sense of urgency that I felt at the time, I was just like, okay, I, I know I got to do it, but then I'm so afraid to even just be like, hey, so you want to come worship with me in my house? <laughs> I think it's going to be good, you know, we're going to, but the moment I started, because I started seeing names of the people that I was supposed to start with, I brought those names down, I reached out to the people, and they were like, yeah, heck mm -hmm. yeah, I'll do it, mm -hmm. and I was like, whoa, okay, so 22 episodes later, I haven't felt this free, mm -hmm. and this full, and like, I think I was telling my husband the other day that I've always been, I've been in the music business for a lot of years, you know, since I was four years old, I've been in the business. So I, I know the, the, the ropes when it comes to, you know, wanting to be validated, wanting mm -hmm. to be told that you're great, wanting to be accepted, wanting people to follow you, wanting people to download your music, wanting, just needing that, wanting to be famous, wanting that feeling of like, I feel like I'm accomplished in my gift and in what it is I do, that I've been doing all my life, that I've sacrificed all my life. And so it's like, you get to the point where what people think matters, the validation matters to you. The, the, if people will listen matters to you, how many views you get on social media matters to you. Did they share it? How many times did they share it matters to you? Uh, did they comment that it matters to you? Like all those different things almost keep you going you, for it, you know, in a, in a, in a, they almost keep you going, which means if it's not happening and you're doing all of these things and no one's listening and your views are low, doesn't look like anybody cares, anybody's watching, that can stop you from moving forward and continuing in what he told you to do. Regardless of what anybody else thinks mm -hmm. or what anybody else says, whether they see it, whether one person sees it, whether 10 see it, whether a thousand see it. But I've never been in the place where I am now where I don't even have time to think about what anybody says about it, if how many views it is. Like, I've never been in a place where I, I, I don't, I'm not concerned with the popularity mm -hmm. of 
of my duets and the work that I do and the sacrifice that I make. That is the most freeing thing I've ever had. I'm 41 years old. I've been in this business since I was four years old. Can you imagine mm -hmm. to get to this point in my life, my career, and be like, I, this is, I believe this is how it's supposed to feel. Because if I didn't feel this way, I would be so bombarded with dang. I didn't do all these episodes. I don't know, like, I don't know how many people share these, you know, these videos. I don't know. The viewers look eh, average. Uh, you know, they're pretty consistent every week. I think it's the same people watching them every week. I don't know if I've reached new people. I like, you know what I mean? Like, if that was like my goal, and if that was like really, oh, I'm trying to reach a thousand, fifteen hundred today. I'm trying to reach da da da. If that was the case, I would have stopped a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Which then begs to for me to consider, and for us to can think about and consider who is purpose for. Hmm. Because if we think our purpose, and this is just based off what you just said, it just kind of came to me. Mm -hmm. If we operate in a way that we think our purpose is for people to agree and or like, yeah, we are not walking fully and freely in our purpose. Right. Same like I brought up Noah earlier. When he walked in his purpose, there were many who said, this is crazy. It has never rained. Why, right. are you, why are you building something right. for rain that we have never even seen a drop of? Right. But at some point, maybe there was doubt, but at some point he released doubt and walked in purpose. And when right. he totally walked in purpose, it did not matter, matter. what anyone said. Yep. And so what I believe is that freedom of purpose is for you so that you can change the lives of people. Mm. But when you're in the immediate space of thinking that this is for, like if he were to say, well, this is to save y'all. I'm right. trying to save y'all. This is for y'all, right? right? He would have missed the mark. Would have, because he would have been swayed. You know, maybe one day, you know, maybe one day somebody came along and was like, yeah, 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 go, go, go. You got it. You can do it. Go, go. And then the next week, somebody was like, bro, you stupid. Like, <laughs> what's happening? That's the dumbest thing I ever. And then this massive boat. <laughs> Who about to be on this boat? It's only four of y'all in y'all family, you know? <laughs> Where are y'all going? You know, like, if that was the case, he would have never finished. No. But have been so, like, seesawed, you know, in his, just in his thinking and his thoughts and everything. But he was so sold out to what he was told to do. Which and what he, he believed. What he believed. Right, right. Told to do and then believed it, meaning he agreed with it. And he proceeded to walk it out by any means necessary, unmoved by any force. Like, no, I'm going. I know what I, I know. What I, know. Yeah. I believe it. If he said it's going to happen, I believe it. I don't know when it's going to rain. I have no idea. I don't know who's, who's watching these duets. I have no idea. Yep. But if you walk in purpose, it, like there's a thing, there's something I used to say, um, when I was um, a clinical director and I would talk to a lot of the therapists and I even say it now to people, if you chase money, you will be running for the rest of your life. Right. If you chase purpose, money will chase you. Yep. 
You don't have to go look for it. And it may not be this abundance that people perceive and think, oh, you should be, you know, wrong. but you will be okay. You will be able to sleep well, right. eat well, live well, right? right. And, and because when you walk in purpose, like you said, like you're not looking at numbers, you're just free. Right. So it's, you're free if 12 people look at it, if zero people, if 220, if 2,020, if 2.2 million, because right. here is the thing. Walking in my purpose, planting those seeds, right. I am guaranteed that right. the seed will eventually sprout. And if I view my purpose as seed planting and mm. I'm good with that, I don't, because I believe, I, I also have a saying, and I don't know if I've said it on here before because I say it all the time, I will be famous, people will know my name, even if they, not I will be famous, people will know my name, let me get it right. People will know my name, even if they do not know my name. Mm. And what that means for me is I'm going to speak, teach, whatever it is I have been commissioned and purpose to do all day, every day. If people look at me with blank stares, I'm still going to speak, teach, do what I'm supposed to do. And my belief is that one somebody, at least, right. is going to catch hold to what it is I said. And they're right. going to share that with somebody else who's going to share that with somebody else. But my name is now in Italy, and they don't know my name. Right, right. That's how I view my calling. Like, I am purpose to be here. I am purpose to change this world. I'm right. going to do the. I'm going to do it. Right. I am doing and, it. And if you think about the change in the world, a lot of times when you think about maybe in your in your in your uh, your imagination, you know, you feel like, man, if I use just music as an example, man, I'm gonna you know, write these songs and I'm going to release them into the world and it's going to change lives, right? But in our, in our finite thinking, we're thinking millions. Yep. But no one's thinking about the one. You said you set out to change lives. Yep. There was never a number on whose lives. I know for a fact that what I have been doing in my life and in my, pur in my purpose as I walk out worship, I have testament, testimony after testimony of people that had been impacted from the gift that's on me and the seeds that I've sown. So I know for a fact that when I've often dreamed that I will change lives, I have already changed lives and are changing lives. So... It's not because sometimes that can make a person feel unfulfilled or yeah. that can make a person feel like what they're doing is not reaching anyone. It has a thousand views and you want it to have 10,000. You wanted it to have a hundred thousand or you wanted it to go viral, you know, cause you, you just, everybody has this mind. You know, he went, girl, you know, he went, you know it went viral. And that's like our whole, you know, our whole thing is going viral. But what about the one? You know, what about the one person that you've touched mm -hmm. and that their life and the generation behind them? That they're going to impact. Absolutely. Like, that they, because they are carrying the seed that you planted or they even are the seed, right? Yeah. And so when you were saying that, the, the another thing came to me was, with even the, our title, when we were talking about, you know, God purpose, it's life saving. And we're talking about, you know, saving our lives. Like when I walk, because I am 
oftentimes what's in me is dead when I can't fulfill my purpose or I'm not fulfilling my purpose. But on the flip side of that, me fulfilling my purpose saves lives. Right. So the art built saved lives. Art. So stepping into purpose, so, Noah agreeing uh, to build an ark saved lives. So yeah. not only did it save his from a physical standpoint and others, from a spiritual, it saved his because he saw God, that he had this encounter, but it, it saved lives. And so when we walk in our purpose, it saves lives because what it is that you do, you don't know if, here's what I look at what you do when I think about your um, gospel duets, worship duets. There could be someone who happens upon YouTube who is in a place of giving up. Yep. And they see and experience your worship. Yeah. And you have now just saved their life. Their life. What we can never put a price on, because people have tried, and that's why folks sue all the time when they lose loved ones unexpectedly, right. is life. There, right. is ne there is not one amount of dollars Regardless of what the legal system does, right. that can put a price value mm -hmm. on life. So how many lives have you saved? How viral have you become? True. Even with maybe two people, 200 people, 1,000 people watching, you have become viral because what you have done has, it has touched and placed something on somebody's heart and mind where they were about to make a decision mm. that was going to change the trajectory of their life and everybody else around them because they could potentially no longer be here. Wow. Would I rather go viral or virally impact the life of one? Child, Lily said, don't focus on the virality, but on the vitality. <laughs> you, you know... Come on, people. Say some things in here. You better preach. <laughs> this, that part, like, this is, you're talking about, when we talk about purpose being life-changing, it's beyond us. Right. It really is. Like, I, I think about, I was, telling, I was telling my husband that I realized the weight that walking in your purpose actually has because when you're not, I've, I've experienced the feelings of feeling unfulfilled. I've experienced the feeling of depression uh, when I'm not in it, when I'm not walking it or, or I'm not doing it enough or it's not a part of my daily life or it's so sporadic. And then once I step into it or once I, you know, if, if I'm worshiping, if I'm reading, if I'm, I don't know, serving, whatever the case, I feel the most at peace. I feel the mm -hmm. most uh, fulfilled. I feel the most uh, like I, I have a, like, I'm okay. You know, today is, is well, today is well. But when I'm not in it, I feel off. My, my, my world feels shifted. I, I don't feel as connected. I don't feel mm -hmm. as focused. I'm so distracted. I feel, my, my my thoughts race you know like it's like so i'm realizing that connect there's a connection to that when it as far as 
not walking in our true selves, not walking in our original intent or what the Lord created us for, or not even being on the path of pursuit, not even exploring it out, or even knowing that I need to explore it out in order to get to a place of peace mm -hmm. or get to a place of man. I just something I just don't feel all. I just feel off. I just don't feel my best. I just I know there's something linked to that. I know there's something linked to us not being on that path of pursuit of our purpose. Or what, or agreeing to some to some things or talking to some, you know, talking to a therapist about what's going on in your life and they being able to say, okay, well, you know, what what are you doing? Like what do you what do you love to do? What do you what are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your what's in your mind, your imagination? What do you dream of? What you know, when you daydream about your life, what do you what do you think of? Okay. If that's the case, what steps are you taking to even get close to it? Mm -hmm. Because if you are on that path and you're picking up these little pieces of purpose along the way, then you will, you know, like I said before, when my sister saw me so many ideas started to download. Oh, maybe yeah. I can do this and just because she said, agree with one aspect of how wonderful she is and how brilliant her mind is and you know, how creative she is, the moment I, she just agreed with her creativity, the door the open. world opened up. It was like, yep. oh, I can do this. Oh, you know, she'd be talking to me like, well, what do you think about this? And I was thinking maybe I could do this and maybe we can collab and, you know, I know you do because you know, we have a t-shirt company. So you can, you know, print up t-shirt companies for the birthday party and I can do the stuff that she would never think of because for years she would be like no that that can't be it that just just too easy I would I don't see that as being like every day you know mm -hmm. but who says it has to be every day it's just part of your purpose and even just reaching just taking hold of a piece of it it's, it's almost, it's life-saving. It's life-changing. It is. It opens your world up to how the Lord created us to dream. And our, our, our imaginations are so vast. And we can just, you know, if, first of all, if we can think the most demonic thing <laughs> on a daily basis, every day, all day, literally, I left the store yesterday. It was It was like, 10 o'clock at night, I think. And I left the store, right? And I, and I felt like the store clerk was just staring at me oddly, right? This is just, you know, because I'm lightweight paranoid sometimes. So, and I'm like, no, you know, it's just, just I just caught a real, real weird vibe, you know? Mm -hmm. So I leave the store. I get in the car. I shut the door. Put on my seatbelt. I lock the door. I immediately get this rush of fear. My heart starts Boom, 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 boom. All these thoughts running through my head. Somebody's in my car. They put a tracker on it. I think they're in my trunk. So I turn the light on. I'm, put, I'm putting my hand through the back seat. I'm, okay, I don't think anybody's in here. I pass, I like pass by this place and I just start seeing like vision. I'm looking in my mirror. I'm like, maybe somebody's in here. I don't know it. Maybe they're following me. Like my thoughts raced. Just on, you know, just on somebody staring at me oddly and I felt weird. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, my mind took me on an, a journey of just such, <laughs> like, 
why the heck did I think about this all the way to my house, you know? So if our minds can do that. <laughs> it can work wonders with positivity. I created a whole, a whole. You had a movie. You should have wrote it down. That was, look, you should have wrote it down. That was a movie. That was, <laughs> I created a whole movie scene on my way home. Imagine if those thoughts were flipped to positive. You know what I mean? And I would, and I just, you just sit there, you just dream like, oh yeah, so man, you know, I really like, and then I'm gonna like, I really have this passion for getting the homeless off the street. And I was thinking about doing a high riser building. Now, if I do this high riser, what would it look like? Well, I know you got to get permits for that, and I'd have to find an abandoned building. But if I found that, and I, like. Now you've just set off on this world that you're just sitting in like, yeah, this can be done. I can really, I can really believe this. Cause, cause the amount of fear that came over me and just what didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But I lightweight believed it. <laughs> if, if we really, if we take this energy, take this, because there's a couple of things that come to mind that I want to say, first of all, to a point that you made earlier about how the physiological aspects happen with the psychological, right? So right. you start feeling bad and having stress and having heart palpitations and things like that based upon what you mentally feel, right? So there is definitely, there is a connection right. um, about that mental space and its impact on the physical space and vice versa, the physical space and its impact on the mental space. So there is, so there's even that when we think about the topic and purpose and how it's life-saving because when you walk in that space of creativity and freedom then things on the inside start working a little better right you're more in line you're more in tune you make smarter decisions even because you know there we won't eat this thing or we won't do this thing or we won't go this place because the temple becomes more valuable because i value what the the purpose that the temple houses mm. so because this house is the purpose. And let me tell you what you're not going to do. I'm not going to let you come ruin my house. Right. I'm not going to ruin my house because there's purpose in it, right? So there's that part. There's that part. Mm -hmm. There's also this part of, um, and we've talked about it before, but like how you went into this whole space, right, of, yeah. of negativity. And if we switch, like there is scientific proof now that we can, and it's so ironic that I've been taking this training. I was in training all day, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And the beginning of the training has been talking about reprogramming the brain and our thoughts. Mm. That we can, like how you, because here's the thing that is fascinating to me about your story. You not only thought it, you acted upon it. Because mm. you said, I turned the light on. I did. So it didn't stay a thought. It became it something you acted upon. I right? did. So you was like, I was, you know, seeing if somebody was in the back. <laughs> so think about if we shift and start focusing on positive things. And we have that, just like what you said with, okay, high rise and doing this and doing that. Because if it's a thought that becomes an actionable thought. Right. Do you understand how we can change the world? If in that same way, we walk in purpose and not, and not just walk, because a lot of people are content with that. They're content with just walking in it. Right, right, right. But now you need to do a little bit more. Because <laughs> there's evolution. Like, like you said, like we said, just 
when we think about, you said, there's not just one thing you do. Like, the Lord's like, this is it. That's all you do. You do nothing else. He literally put multiple things in you that you could do. You can do this if you want to. You can do that. Like, you, you have so many choices if you'd like. You could sing if you'd like. You could teach if you want. You could, uh, I don't know. You can, I, I, I have a... Um, I put things together well. Like I can take a desk out of a box and put the desk together with such patience and such like, I don't know, it, it's almost therapeutic for me. Oh, that's good to like, know. So like, it's just like certain things you don't think about as yeah. being a gift or you don't think about as being part of your purpose. Most people, when you think of purpose, they think that's only one thing and you should be walking in that. Mm-hmm. But I believe that even when you're on that journey, if even if you're walking in that, even if I'm as a worship leader, walking as a worship leader, and that's all I do, there's a part of me that will still feel unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there has to be more than, you know, there has to be more than just this. So, yeah, let me think. But the fact that you're even on the journey, your mind begins to explore because... We're so multifaceted in our makeup. We're so wonderfully made. We have, once we're in our purpose, our minds are going to naturally evolve to, I think I want to do worship duets. You know what? I think I want to do worship and therapy. You know what? I think I want to actually, you know, like, it'll just continue to evolve. It will. It will into everything that you like you are like when i came became a vocal coach i was inspired to be a vocal coach because i had a vocal coach but i didn't think that i could be a vocal coach because i'd never connected to me being a teacher Mm -hmm. for some odd reason even though i was told that i was a teacher years ago when i was a teenager and i disconnected from it because i was like I'm not about to teach math in the seventh grade, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like something like that. But I never connected teacher to just teaching. Not doesn't have to be in a school. It doesn't have to be a college professor. Doesn't you know? So I just dismissed it completely. So when it's brought up to me, I think somebody asked me, "Do you train? Like, do you do you do you, do you uh, are you a vocal coach?" And I was like, "No, you know." And they were like, well, why not? And I was like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I didn't wrap my mind around being a teacher. So I didn't really think that I could teach someone what I know. Like, I mm-hmm. know you taught me as a, as, a, as a vocal coach. When you coached me, I know the things that you taught me. And I know how I responded and I got results. But I wasn't sure how I could teach someone and then know that they would get results. <laughs> if that made, you know, if that yeah. made, because I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know if I really caught everything that she, you know, that she taught me. I just know that my life changed and I'm better now. <laughs> so not really trying to make you better, but, and I think the first, I remember the first um, person that I had, I was, um, I was still serving in team ministry and it was one of our praise team uh, leaders she was like, man, I've just been really struggling because she had like a, a raspy voice. Mm-hmm. And she was like, because, um, you know, singers with raspy voices, they have to take care of their voices a little different than 
someone who doesn't. So I'm telling them like, yeah, you know, you need to you need to be really hydrated when you're you know when you're before you, you know, before you're singing and um, I'm like, you know, you need to breathe because you have to support your vocals when you you know when you release them because it could be really harsh on your on your throat, your vocal cords and stuff. She was like, yeah. So I mean, like, can you show me? I was like. <laughs> I mean, I could probably show you a few things that I was that was taught to me. And when I, just the fact of her saying, can you show me? Yeah. And then when I stepped into that world. The realization. I'm like, right. I'm just like, and she was just like, I, I saw a light bulb turn on in her. And I was like, I'm a teacher. <laughs> oh, snaps. I'm a vocal coach. <laughs> So both it so both of you had light bulb moments because she had one and she so did you. I had a light bulb moment and didn't even realize that was a part of my here's my handy dandy bucket of purpose and fulfillment in my life. Do 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 do. I'm worship leading da da da. Somebody asked me, do I train? Do I teach? You know, how can how can I teach you to get better as a vocalist as a singer whatever. And I'm like, I guess, I don't know, I can tell you, I can show you some things. Boom, light bulb, teaching, got dropped into my bucket of purpose. So now, when I, when that hit, I felt like this, it felt so, I don't know, uh, felt wonderful. Like, I felt accomplished, and mm -hmm. I felt like, man, I really actually imparted into someone, and they got results. This yeah. is dope. That's like that opened up my world even more and made me feel even more fulfilled and even like even more myself. I felt I was coming, stepping further and further into who I am. That was probably maybe nine years ago, mm. ten years ago. So again, I have evolved, you know, even further from the worship leader that I was at that time to the worship leader that I am now. I'm completely, I've completely evolved. And the evolution, full the evolution. vocal coach. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but the evolution mm, probably hasn't stopped. No. Right? There is more to us. And if, if you think about even created to create and creation and creativity being our purpose, right? We just have to figure out what in what vein of creativity. Right. But creativity begets creativity begets creativity to the point of your sister's story. Like once she walked into that creative space, because that's what we all were. We all were purpose to create in some way. Right. Once we walk into that creative space, so many other ideas and things come to us right. because we are in that space. On the contrary, when we are outside of that space of creativity. We typically find ourselves depressed. We typically find ourselves isolating from others. We typically find ourselves stressed with high blood pressure, um, with all kinds of you know physical and mental ailments. Because, and I'm not. This is not to say, you know, stop taking medicine, get in purpose, or stop seeing a therapist, get in. This is not to say that. A part of it is definitely a part of it that when we, because sometimes I need to get to take the medicine and get to, to a space so I can get back to where I should be mentally to even yeah. see that that's where I need to go. Functional. So I don't want to kind of take that away. But the point is, when I get into that space of creativity, which is my God-given right, and God, the reason that he created me in the first place 
when we get in that place and under and even if you have just a slight understanding right it's just because you may not see all the you know i there are things that i knew, know and it's still things now like and i i know i need to put pen to paper right. um to do some things but it's like when i and whenever i have those moments because sometimes i allow my busyness to get in the way but when i sit and settle myself and start writing the things that I know mm. that I am to do, it get, it overwhelms me. And I'm just like, oh, when is this going to happen? And when is it? Right. Well, this is a lot of things. But it's a beautiful, like, and even what I'm learning is some of it is not even for me. Yeah. It is for me to write. Because the Bible talks about write the vision on tablets that they may run with. So some things are for us to write, to give away. And mm -hmm. that part of creativity and that part of purpose is what sometimes stifles us because we want to do it all. Yeah. And we don't want to, Ooh, that's even, we I, don't want to pass I, it along because it's, it literally says, write the vision. So I'm going to write the vision you give me on tablets and paper so that they who see it can run with it. So you telling me you gave me all this to give to somebody else? Right. No, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going I'm to stay right here. I'm just going to write it. And, and guess what it's going to do? Stay in this tablet, right? And it's going <laughs> to, or it's going to stay in you. And, and and that's the part that- It goes when you go. I'm overwhelmed with. I often use this example when I was talking either to like young people or if anybody just asked me about, you know, what, it, what do you think it- it feels like when you're just so just filled with stuff that you just haven't released. Mm. I like a two liter of soda that you shake up. You know what I'm saying? You just you're shaking up this bottle, this two liter of soda, right? What happens if I take the cap off? Mm -hmm. Go everywhere. It just explodes out, right? A lot of us are like the soda bottle. You know what I mean? Like we are so filled to the capacity yep. with so many ideas, so many books and songs and, and I don't know, designs and uh, like all kinds of things that we're running over. And the, and the feeling that those feelings of like anxiety or those feelings, it's starting to present itself in yep. our physical body that you have too much in you that you have not released yet and you cannot hold that stuff because you are designed to create and release yeah even if the stuff never goes anywhere even if even if it's let's say it's a song and you're a songwriter but you're afraid to even write songs or, you know, release them. I mean, you're sitting with all of these songs inside of you. But you know what? And here's the thing, though. With that analogy, the soda that splashes is of no use. Yeah. You it becomes waste. You can't, there, you can't get it off the counter and pour it in the glass. It's waste. And so you may be left with just a little. Because you didn't open and take a sip or share a sip. Give a sip. Utilize, put it out there. Like, no, you know, because it's like the 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 favorite. You know, I think about even in reality, the favorite 
food. Like sometimes I've gotten things that it's my and I've gotten like maybe a whole cake. And then I started having to learn like, okay, well, A, it might be your favorite, but B, you don't need to eat a whole cake. And C, let's share it. Because what happens is after day two, three, I'm full of it, tired of it, realize it is too much, and it goes in the trash. But if day one, I had said, hey, let me cut this. Let me get me just a quarter because that's enough for me. Mm. Let me give the rest of this away. Hey, guys, you want this? Hey, you want this? And that's because that's how it continues. Going back to how does it save others' lives? How does it continue to grow as a seed? When, because now the seed of just giving away something is planted. So this, this seed of gifting. Mm. So now the person that I gifted something to is more likely to gift to someone else. Right. Because they've recognized that, you know what, even when maybe it was her favorite or maybe something she didn't want to give. I used to do this often. I haven't done it in a while. Um, really, it hasn't happened to lately. But people would ask me for things. Like, ladies would ask me, say, or they'll say things like, oh, my gosh, that ring is so cute. Or that, those earrings or that purse or that whatever. I used to take the stuff off in that moment and give it to, give it to them. Yeah. I have done that for years. Haven't done, like I said, nobody, I, I, you know, some people may kid and ask for a few things, but, you know, for the most part, when people have asked, like, oh my gosh, that is so cute. I'm like, you know what? Because what I can't do when I leave this place, it ain't. If it's a gift, you know, if it's something that's valuable somebody gave to me, usually, no. But I start, because I realized early on, right. it's not mine. Right. And I've planted a seed of longevity. Hmm. By giving it, it will last, the bracelet, the purse, the necklace, the shoe, the shirt will last far longer now mm -hmm. because it's on the backs of other people. Bonafide said, I got your ring. <laughs> <laughs> that part, she probably does. <laughs> but that part, right? Yeah. Because I can so if we take our purpose the mm. same way, like if I own that it's not mine and it is for the lot, it's safe. I'm saved by doing it, right. but I'm also contributing to the salvation. And by salvation, I mean just saving, not, you know, not going into, you know, all, you know, but by saving, if you will, others and by planting seeds. Because so here's the thing, the salvation, the person who I give it to may already be in a space of giving. Right. But it's the person that they possibly will give it to. It's, right. you know, it's like, so when we think about church, a lot of times, you know, we talk about, you know, it's the same folks in church. It's the same. And they, they, the people who need it, not the people who are here, but the people who are here can go out and give it to the people who need it. Right. If they themselves are not the, the ones who need it. That part. Right. That if and I they, give it away. Yeah. I, do you, I, I, I just feel like, and that goes back to people will know my name even if they don't know my name. Yeah. Because I have no clue. You have no clue where your duets have gone. Right. Where they are going. Where the, these episodes, we're on episode four, where they have gone, where they are going. And if we t make it a point to not look at number. Right. And to just look at call and commission, what I know I am to do. So I know when I've said what I needed to say. Yeah. Even just the birth of, of this show itself. This was not something that we were like, oh yeah, I know this is going to be popular because <laughs> man, I'm telling you, like this was birthed purely off of passion that we've, mm -hmm. 
innately had and just even just in my personal experience in dealing with mental health, dealing with panic attacks, dealing with anxiety, dealing with, you know, all the different things in the spectrum of, of mental health and feeling such a, such a heavy call to provide tools because when I was in that space, the darkest part of my space, because I still walk this thing out every day. This is not like a, oh, snatch. Oh, you good now. So now you can talk about it. No, I've become functional. And I know now the things that I need to do my mental health because it's a maintenance that we do every day. It's not, oh, snaps, you good now. No, it's like, this is a daily thing. But at the time when it was the darkest hour of my life, I couldn't find nothing. I couldn't find nobody. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find nothing. <laughs> and I was like, this can't be right. Like, nobody? <laughs> and then not even the nobody of looking in the world, because I'm Googling I'm anxiety, panic attacks. What do you do? You know, panic attacks, where do they come from? Panic attacks, how do they start? You know. I'm putting every which way into Google and just coming up with articles or, you know, I was looking for people. I was looking for black people. I was looking for believers, Christians. Like, okay, somebody tell me how I ended up here. Hello? Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody? Is anybody going to tell me how I ended up here with, with a clear answer or with a, hey, I've been there. You'll be fine. Hey, it, it's going to get better. Let me mm -hmm. tell you what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Here are some tools that I tried. Are these tools going to work for you? Maybe some will, maybe some won't. But at least you have hope and something that you can try instead of just like, all right, Lord. And when you think you're not hearing the Lord, because, you know, in that space, I'm like, Lord, I don't know where you at. I don't know if I'm blocked. I don't know if it's demonic. I don't know, you know, but I sure would like to hear you loud and clear. Because <laughs> this is a horrible place. <laughs> so to be able to, so in saying that with this platform, that was the heartbeat behind why we wanted to do this. And then even me reaching out to you and telling you what was in my heart and what I saw, the vision that I saw. I saw this in a vision. Mm -hmm. And then you like, oh my freaking God, this is confirmation. This is, this is a part of purpose. This is another thing that we've plucked into our purpose basket, okay. moving throughout life as this thing evolves, as it grows, who knows what it's going to grow in. I don't know. I don't care. I just want to do what I know I saw and what I know is in my heart. And I know that I'm pushed and was heavy on me because it was heavy. Cause I know there are people out there. There are young people. We already know. We talked about before that the, that the suicidal rates for young people is at all time high mm -hmm. for just us as believers, period for us as African-Americans. That's like a whole nother thing all time high but you got 
I, I can count on my hands how many people I know are having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because it's taboo, especially for us as believers in the church. Nobody's having this conversation. Or very few. Or maybe they are and they're in a private place. <laughs> and I think they're beginning to have it more, but I think, you know, this was what we were called to do. This is us walking in and fulfilling our purpose. Yep. Because regardless of how many others or who or what, where, and that's another thing I think is important to say um, before we leave tonight is that your purpose for you and for the people that you are to extend it to is just that. And it doesn't matter that there's like, if your purpose and your calling feel this nudging to write, but you're surrounded by 10 other songwriters and you're like, no, because they're, they're much greater than me. They're much stronger. They've been in this game longer because there is a group of people, if not here again, going back to those seed planting who are waiting, there's soil that is fertile that can only take your seed right there are certain and i'm not a big agriculturalist and know a whole lot but i know that there are certain types of soil certain types of plants that are better in certain types of soil and certain types of plants that you shouldn't put in certain soil so be mindful that there is soil with your name on it oh that's good and if you find yourself sitting among a lot of seeds and you're like but these that's a greater seed that's a you know that's a so-and-so seed and i'm just this seed right right well the value of your seed is just as great Mm. (laughs) because Because there's soil anyway soil it's soil waiting for it right that part so be okay and be confident. And this is to the person who know their purpose and have been sitting on it, not because um, you're, you don't know it, but you're sitting because you are fearful. You are, you know, worried about all the other folks. You think that you're not enough, that it's not been cultivated enough and you need more time. That urgency, that urgency to do, to write, to, to, to speak, to cook, to do hair, to do whatever is not going to go away. Until you walk in it. And I think it's important to know that there is soil out there Mm. that can only be used for your seed because your seed and that soil gives the, yields the best result. Mm. Somebody else may try to come and come into that soil and the results won't be as great because Mm. your seed was intended for that soil. Don't worry about the other seeds because I ain't never seen a seed fight. I, I ain't never seen one. You said, I ain't never seen no, no roots in the ground. Like, uh-uh, no, my territory. No. They figured in the beauty of the beauty of agriculture Ooh, and the good. beauty of God in nature is they figure it out. Good. Like, I can use for an example. So I ain't even been over there, so I don't even know what it looks like. So there's a garden that my dad and my uncle, and neither of them are on Instagram, but somebody probably will tell them. They planted a garden. This is their, I think, their third or fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, in my backyard, kind of between my backyard and my uncle's. Anyway, so, and literally, this is about the fourth time. Like, I, I don't know what it has yielded in these, but they, every time they get ready, they, oh, I'm about to, but my dad decides, he just gonna throw seeds <laughs> this time. Just, so, I ain't about to <laughs> batter, I ain't about to till it, I'm just, 
I think he can, he said, I think my sister said, he was like, yeah, I threw about 120 something. <laughs> but here is the beauty of this story, right? Why am I telling the story? Well, we're talking about seeds. Some of them, because I saw my uncle the other day and I meant to call and see what did he get out or get from out there. But yeah. some of them yielded something. Mm. But all didn't because all of them were not created. to. Because my uncle was saying the ground wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I think it was about to have another big rain. It was certain thing. My dad was they were going back. My right. dad was like, I'm just gonna throw them out here. But because the ground wasn't ready for some, mm. some were not intended to go there. Some yielded and some didn't. Mm. And so I think it's important for us to, for ourselves. A, let's let's be mindful of our timing. Yeah. But oh, when you have that that nudge and that urge, go for it. Don't look around. I, I am guilty. I am speaking to myself. Yeah. I am super guilty. Some of the stuff we talked about last week, some of the things have been trauma that is that has halted me. But some of it has just been me and my stuff, like me and my fear of failure. Like, yeah. nah, because there's so many other people that do and they do it much better than me. And so because they do, I'm just not going to, yeah, I'm going to do this. So Okay, God, I know this is my purpose, but you know, this part is, this is in my bucket too. So I'm going to do this right here because I know this is in my bucket and I feel good doing this. So I'm just going to say right there. And he's like, no, but you got a whole bucket full of purposes, right. right? And there is something that I, so I want to say to us to not be fearful mm. to put your seed out there because there is a, there is an area, there's a soil, there's a group of people, there are, there's a space created for you. Mm just for you i am a living testimony even what i do on my job mm-hmm. people who know me know i created this this i was hired to do this uh-huh. i said but i see this need right i spoke up and they listened mm. and now it has grown to so much more than what i was hired to do right if you and when you walk in your purpose you can speak boldly yeah and see, see that shouldn't be there. <laughs> will be moved mm. and are plucked up or can't grow because they're in the wrong soil. All right, right, right. So on that, I believe that our, you know, mm. on that our purpose, if we walk into it and we own that this is our time, this is our space, the rest will come. And mm. who you touch is who you touch. I believe, I just have this, sneaking suspicion and i don't know if there's a good phrase to use that the overflow for me is tied into one mm. i don't think it's tied into a, a million people a hundred people or two hundred or thousand people i believe my overflow and this is me because mm. it's gonna it's gonna be that one person that's gonna see that's gonna whatever whatever I, I believe, because I know this is not the end. I know that the best is still yet to come. And I believe, and so I'm not looking for an audience of 10,000, 10 million, and, two, mm. and oh, let me see how many followers. I- yeah. If we, when we walk in, there's such a freedom. There's such a freedom. I've never been, I've never been this in my life. Out mm. of years that I've been Singing, put it that way. That's all in my life, the life, my lifespan at this point, I've never felt this free. 
I'm even at the point now where I'm even exploring uh, my gift vocally. Like I, I've, I've always been you know, kind of self-conscious, you know, in a way. I've always been kind of self-conscious about my gift, my specific singing ability versus others. And, you know, compared myself often. So it always kind of kept me a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of stifled, you know, mm -hmm. to me. You know, most people might be like, wait, I don't see that. Uh -huh. But I know what I do and won't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, or won't try. Yep. Because I'm just like, yeah, I mean. Uh, you tried at home, but you wouldn't, you won't. When you get out, you're like. Ooh. I'm like, no, mm -mm, you never see that. But I'm even now gotten to the point now where I'm just like, you know, I just kind of want to explore and just kind of see what my voice will do. I, I want to try things. I want to, you know, and, and it's been ministering to me just in me and my exploration and my boldness and my just freedom. It's been ministering back to me of just like, I hear myself sometimes like during these worship duets because this is my release now that i have mm -hmm. i'm not currently serving in a, a a church um right now as a worship leader so this is my release that that i that i have to uh, be creative mm -hmm. in this time and i've been listening uh, to myself differently lately mm -hmm. which is so odd i'm always just so you know i always listen to myself critically anyway you know, I'm always like, ah, why did I do that? Why did I choose? Oh, I wish I could do it again. You know, like that thing. But it's like now I listen to myself as as if I'm not myself. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I, I listen to it from like as I, I'm logging on and I'm watching mm. and I listen from that place. And I've been ministering to myself, which is so odd. And that's how I know yeah. it's the father. I know I'm in a space of freedom and creativity. I know I'm in an element. I know I've evolved because I decided to agree with the things that the Lord put in my heart. And it's been opening up my world. And that's our call this, this week, you know, this week for this episode is your purpose and just walking towards it, exploring the things that you do well, that you do, that comes so easy to you that somebody else thinks it's so hard, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? And you're just like, what? It's nothing. That's probably part of the, 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 the seed purpose on your path. So it's like our heart in this episode is just start walking towards it. It doesn't have you. You'll never reach the totality of purpose. I don't believe it's possible in our <laughs> lifetime. But I believe Daily that striving. so fulfilled in our everyday walk towards it that we pick up these pieces or breadcrumbs. You know, I think about the <laughs> nurse whatever but just the breadcrumbs of our purpose along the way and it's going to be so fulfilling you'll evolve like never before you'll do things you've never thought you would do just because you decided to open up your mind to it to just say you know what i'm just gonna freaking do it i don't i don't even care mm -hmm. what anybody thinks or what they say or what they agree with what they don't agree with if they think it's weird if they think it's dumb you know Just do it. 
Just do it. And it will save you. It'll save you. And others. It will save you. Mm -hmm. And sustain you. Because that's something you said. Like now you you minister to you. Because you, you're yeah. in your purpose. So now you minister to you. So it's life changing. It's life changing. Child, I ain't never ministered to myself. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> Not hear my own voice. I usually hear flaws. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. oh, that was, whoa, that was horrible. Yep. But now, I'm that's like, man, I'm just filling up on everything that that's in me, and and just pouring it out because my my mental health, and my sister said, my mental health depends on it. Yep. It depends on me being in my in my purpose and walking towards it, and just pursuing it with everything that I've got because I need it for my life. I need it as we walk this mm -hmm. thing. I don't, I don't have a choice. We don't have a choice not to pour. We, we, we don't have a choice because if we don't, it'll deal with us. It'll show up physically in your, in your physical body. If, if you're not doing the things that God created you to do, don't show up. You're not walking towards it. Going to deal with you because you don't have a choice. Because it's there. It can't go anywhere. It's not leaving. So you either do it or you just, or you lose it. I mean, like it'll be that soda that splatters everywhere. That don't count. Because <laughs> you're full just, of it. Right. It'll be worse. Right, you're full of it. It'll just be waste, you know. Mm -hmm. But that waste is going to bother you. Just yeah. like it would in your physical body, creating toxins, creating, you know, dis-ease, you know, diseases, you know, because... Because you're 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 not fulfilled, man. You're not in your original intent as a creative. Good we thank you so much. Thank y'all for tuning in. Good stuff. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank you for just your comments and just you know giving your um, your thoughts and um, just your feedback uh, to one another. Um, we're gonna do this because. We don't have a choice. <laughs> this is what we're supposed to do. <laughs> we're we're supposed to do it until it evolves. I don't know. I don't know what it evolves to. I don't care. You know. Don't do it. Do it what keeps me at peace and keeps my mind uh, sane and keeps my mind uh, at ease. This is maintenance, part of maintenance for me. Um, so uh, I'm going to end with a prayer. And um, yeah, so awesome. let's do it. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, for this day. For this is the day that you made. We will rejoice and be glad in this day, Father. Thank you, Lord, for everybody that tuned in, whether they stayed the whole time, whether they came in, got bits and pieces or little nuggets or whatever they left with. Father, we thank you, God, for the increase of the seed that was planted, that it will change someone's life, that whatever they heard, that they will they will pour it and, and, and plant it into someone else, God. That that is how you change lives, Father. That is the one. It's the one person, Father. And we're so grateful that we get to do this. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the gift. Thank you for giving us the boldness uh, to be able to, to even do this to this, uh, to this capacity, Father. Cover them. Keep them from any hurt, harm, or danger. 
It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.